It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. From rolling over and crawling to walking and playing, your child's developmental milestones are something worth celebrating, but Commissioner, they are also important clues about your child's development. Absolutely. So uh, the CDC and many other experts have put out um, developmental milestone tracking instruments, um, which we use here to help child care providers help parents as well. And um, Bridget does a great job of training on that so that child care providers can help parents if maybe there's an issue or maybe they're not meeting those milestones along the way. You know, it's been a long time because my daughters are in their 20s, but I remember bringing our oldest home with a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we did the, you know, the training ahead of time. And of course, you'd have a lot of conversations while you're in the hospital. But there's something about driving that first child home <laughs> it's a little scary. and going, we're on our own now. Yeah. There's yeah. no one here. It is to, a frightening experience. It is. But so, we have some really easy to use tools so that parents and child care providers can make sure their children are on track. Or if not, they can get the right supports. Yeah. We've got the right person here. It's Bridget Radicek, Child Development Specialist in our Instructional Supports Division talking about monitoring your child's development, uh, both in childcare and at home. And Bridget, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Now, tell us about yourself before we get into the subject matter here. How did you uh, arrive here at Decal? Um, well, I started off. I have a master's degree from UGA in early childhood special ed, and I taught for several years in preschool special ed, and then uh, worked with Babies Can't Wait, which is the agency that serves infants and toddlers who have delays in their development. I did that for about twelve years, and then prior to coming to uh, Decal, I was uh, an instructor at UGA in the birth to kindergarten program there. Oh, wow. So I. Um, was actually really enjoyed uh, training teachers, uh, pre-service teachers, and um, and we had a dual degree so they could get birth to kindergarten and early childhood special ed um, mm-hmm. certification with our program. And then um, this position opened up here at DECAL, and it was a perfect fit for me. So I've been here about 16 months now, I think, and I'm really enjoying it. Not that you're counting, but 16 months. <laughs> no, not that I'm counting. <laughs> you know, two things that strike me actually, from no. talking to our, our <coughs> folks on the team here, A, uh, we have a a lot of UGA yeah. people here, <laughs> and B, we have a lot of folks that are working in roles at this agency who at one time worked in the child care mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. Do you think that helps you in your role? I really do. I feel like um, when I'm doing trainings with child care providers and I can, and, and also home visitors, and I can pull from my experiences, um, especially in home visiting, it's a whole nother ball of wax when you're actually in someone's living room, in their space, mm-hmm. and talking to them about their child um, and how they can support their child it's a very different thing so um I feel like uh, I've been able to pull on those experiences a lot when I speak to both our decal work uh, staff and um, people here and also when I'm out uh, working with child care providers and talking to them, too. Is most of your work in the child care setting? You're going out to meet with providers? How does that work? Um, well, um, really, none of my days are the same. I kind of have a lot of different roles. Uh, I do spend time in child care provider or in um, doing training with child care providers, uh, but then I also have worked with some of our trainers, our Bright from the Start certified trainers and done some training with them. Um, And then I've also done some training with our staff here at DECAL. People who don't have a background in child development have asked that I um, do some training with them to give them just some good basic information so that when they're um, 
doing their jobs, they kind of understand some of the background there. So it's it's been a lot of different things that I've been doing. And I've really enjoyed that part of it. It's fun to not have, you know, have something different all the time. A lot of variety (laughs) going on there. So let's talk specifically about developmental monitoring. What is it? Why is it important? Um, So developmental monitoring is really looking at developmental milestones. So, um, I, what I like to describe is um, when you're driving down the interstate, you see those little green signs that tell you what mile you're at. That's kind of that's where the term milestone came from. It used to actually be stones that they would carve numbers or paint things on and all. Um, so they're kind of just uh, markers to tell you where a child should be. And the CDC has done this amazing job of putting together a set of milestone checklists that um, we can use to let us know where children should be. Um, and they actually did that in conjunction with the American Pediatric Society. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of research behind this. Um, and what we do in developmental monitoring is we just occasionally pull out a checklist and see where a child is and make sure that they are meeting the milestones that are appropriate for their age. Um, it's it's not a really in-depth uh, thing that requires a whole lot of training. Anybody can do it. Uh, family members can do it. Teachers can do it. Uh, grandparents, anyone who interacts with the child on a regular basis and knows them can know what their milestones are. And how is that different from screening and evaluation? <clears throat> well, screening and evaluation are more detailed. Uh, the instruments that you use are instruments that have been developed um, that have been more standardized. Uh, we're familiar with standardized testing in, in schools. And um, with screening, it requires training for the person to administer the screening, um, and it's been validated through uh, repetition and by the, the people who created it. Um, and then evaluation is even more in-depth. It does even more uh, looking at uh, the skills that the children are doing and um, comparing them to different norms and things like that. Mm-hmm. And who should, you're saying anyone can do it with the milestone. Anyone can do developmental monitoring, yeah. So for screening and evaluation, those are people that need to be trained. It's usually medical professionals or some teachers who've been trained on the instruments and all can do it. Um, but for developmental monitoring, really anyone who has the checklist and who knows the child well can do it. Now, I'm thinking of some friends of mine who are new moms and dads, and um, I'm assuming you want to um, prevent them from obsessing over this. Yes, Is this the kind of thing you should do every day? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Um, So the milestone checklists are actually set up in um, different increments. So um, for the first year, there's more because there's so much that happens. Um, As I was coming over here, I was thinking of a friend of mine who said um, about her new baby, it's like having a science experiment sitting in your living room. (laughs) And it really is. There's so much happening, especially in that first year. And so the checklist, they have them for two months, four months, six months, nine months, and a year for that first year. But then after that, they spread out more. There's an 18-month checklist, then two years, three years, four years, and five years. So it's much larger increments then. And really, just kind of when they're about at that age is when you want to pull out the checklist and look at it and see what they're doing. Right. I know just from following some of my friends on social media, they capture all these moments, the rollover mm-hmm. moments, the yes. crawling, the walking. And exactly. It's, you know, these are things to celebrate, and they can also be indicators of how our children are doing. Exactly, yeah. So we all love to be able to celebrate. And that's a wonderful way for child care providers to be able to really connect with families when we can share with them, hey, your child met this new milestone. They're actually ahead of the game with this milestone. Or, you know, hey, they're right on target, that type of thing. And you can celebrate that. Uh, Because parents, you know, when we have children in child care, sometimes we miss, we don't get to see them the first time all the time but then we can also know to look for those things Mm -hmm. um we're all very familiar with 
the very obvious ones, the motor skills, the communication skills when they start talking and things like that. But there's also social-emotional skills um, that we're looking at, and then some cognitive skills that may not be as obvious, um, but they're definitely things that are important. So things like problem solving, putting things in, taking things out. You know, when, when your baby keeps dumping all their food off of their tray, that's actually a good thing because they're looking after it to see that, hey, it's down there on the floor. That's showing that they have object permanence. You're learning so, about gravity. Exactly. <laughs> gravity. All those great scientific concepts that they're figuring out. So, um I didn't feel like we wouldn't mind we're doing that in restaurants. You know, no, we, we, no, we felt like we needed to tip extra. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Just with, it looked like more of the meal was on the floor than in the child. So yes. Definitely. Well, we're going to try a little something here, uh, Commissioner, with your permission. You're a mom, and uh, you have two children. So I'm going to throw out an age. You give me kind of an idea of what you think a milestone would be. And then we're going to see. We're going to see how Can well. I, I wasn't checklist? aware. You, you weren't briefed on this. that we were doing this, and my children are ten and six now. And so, uh, if you're listening to Bridget, like we don't do those checks anymore. I've got some checklists here. I'll give it a try. We'll see. We'll see how how common these are. I can help you out if we, we may need have to. to edit Let's. Just, you know, that's always that's always the we're caveat. Just the expert. Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's say um, six months old what do you think some of the things might be at six months Gosh, that oh. was so long ago yeah. it's so hard to remember um recognizes faces of familiar adults maybe ah does that fit let's see under social emotional yes knows familiar faces and begins to know if someone is a stranger there very you go. good very good <laughs> What else at six months? Let's see. Um, so for language and communication, they're responding to sounds by making sounds um, back. Uh, they make sounds to show, show joy and displeasure. Um, <clears throat> for their cognitive, they're bringing things to their mouths. They're starting to pass things from one hand to another. Um, and then for movement, you're starting to see them rolling over in both directions. Um, you can stand them up and they'll support their weight on their legs and mm. they might bounce some, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're starting to sit up without support. So, um, and the way these work is that if a child is six months old and they're not yet doing these things, then that's when we have concerns. Because actually many parents will say, well, my kid was doing those things at four months or five months. But the milestones are really kind of the upper end. Um, And so if you have a six-month-old who's not yet rolling over um, or not supporting their weight when you put them on their feet, they just kind of collapse, then you do want to talk to your child's pediatrician Mm -hmm. um, or medical um, provider about those things and about those concerns. All right. So that's six months. We're going to add another six months. We're celebrating our one year birthday. They do say one year, right? Or do they? One year or 12 months. 12 months. You hear that a lot. I always wanted to go with the years. What do you think, Commissioner? I would say around a year is when they would start walking or making an effort to take steps on their own. That'd be my... I'm going back along. No, I know. It's it's hard. (laughs) And and there's a certain number of words you're expected to know at one year, but I'm not even a guess how many that is yeah so yeah so they're usually um starting to take some steps or at least pulling up to a stand and and kind of standing independently about a year um and um language wise uh they're using simple gestures like no shaking their head no or saying bye-bye see mine learned that that very very (laughs) early they were way ahead of the norm um yeah and and usually just a couple of word approximations even mama dada um maybe like jew for juice and you know that type of thing um uh is is what we would expect at the um at the least for a one-year-old for a 12-month-old okay 
Very good. We'll do one more round here. Let's say two years old. Terrible twos. Is that aptly named or uh, no no not no i don't think so i think threes were worse threes were- <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that from people and then i've also heard that uh it's starting at 15 months they weren't so- why are they starting so it's early they're already in. falling out and kicking and screaming at 15 months <laughs> so what's your idea on you know two- I, i'm going with um <clears throat> on the social emotional part um they're starting to recognize their friends and they're happy to actually see their friends maybe their friends in their in their classroom. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's and more vocal. True. I would think more words for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. By two years old, we want to hear um, a good, probably 25 single words that they're um, saying and that they're starting to put some words together. Mm-hmm. Um, so like more juice or something like that, you know, um, uh, socially that they're, um, they mainly play beside other kids. They're not necessarily interacting, playing um, interactively yet, but at least wanting to be around other children, wanting to play with other kids. Like you said, Commissioner, um, uh, movement-wise, they're standing up on their tiptoes. They can, they're starting to run, which I always love so watching cute. a toddler run. So, it's oh, so yeah. funny oh, with so all cute. that. Those arms go pumping and moving. <laughs> right. um, this is actually one of my favorite ages because I just feel like there's so much going on in their little minds. You can almost see the little wheels turning as they're figuring things out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and really, it's really important at this time to give them a chance to do that. Let them explore. Give them lots of materials that they can play with very open-ended-wise and, and really get a chance to explore that so we took you through age two uh with these examples the Mm -hmm. milestones cover what time frame all the way up to five years old okay so um so really through our uh, our whole program through what pre-k and everything um we have milestones uh checklists that they can look at i was going to ask about 17 i thought that might be an interesting (laughs) question i could use some help i would like some milestone checklists on that i've got uh three teenagers in my house right now even 24 and 27, I could use some feedback <laughs> yes, on that. Yes. So as we're observing our children, Bridget, is it best to observe them um, individually or as they're interacting with other children? What would you advise? It really depends on what uh, milestones you're looking for, but I really think that just looking at them through their daily routine, um, many of the social-emotional, as they get older, you are looking for interaction with other children. Um, so you do want to have some opportunity to look at them with peers. Um, but it's not a kind of thing where you need to pull them out and sit them down and make them do something to see right. if they can do it. It's really things, watching them do things in their environment and um, in their daily routine and seeing what they can do and what they can't do. Don't add pressure of like, okay, oh, kid, definitely let's not. See it. No, and the nice thing about that for teachers is that it's something that they can just kind of pull out, check it off, and then put it back in the file, you know, and then have a parent conference. They have this information to be able to share with the family members, but it's not like they have this huge other thing that they have have to add to their to-do list because we we know they already have very right. long to-do lists on a daily basis. Um, Especially if they're siblings. Yes, involved, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. So the CDC, which is based here in Atlanta, offers something called Learn the Signs, Act Early. And what resources do they offer for providers and families? Um, so these are the wonderful resources that the commissioner referred to um, at the beginning. And there's a whole bunch of wonderful things that they've put together. The program started with the idea of identifying children with autism earlier. Um, but then as they started developing things, they realized we really needed to be looking for children with any type of delay in their development. Um, the idea behind it is that the earlier we identify delays, the sooner we can get them help, the more 
impact we're going to have because there's so much going on in brain development in those first five years and so many of those neural connections are happening and everything's going on so we want to get children as early as possible we want to identify those delays and get them supports um but back to your question about the resources. Uh, the CDC has the milestone checklists. Um, they also have a booklet that they've put together called Milestone Moments, which is a booklet that has all the milestone checklists in one area. Um, and for each checklist, they've actually identified um, things that they call act early by talking to your child's doctor if. And so these are what I like to call red flags. If these things are happening at that age, then that really does warrant a conversation with your child's doctor. They have um, actually the really exciting thing is they just uh, this last year developed an app and um, so it's called the Milestone um, Tracker app and you can look it up. It's both available for um, the uh, for iPhone and for Android and it's free and um, you look for the little purple baby crawling on a rainbow colored track kind of thing is why you find the icon for that one. There are other Milestone Tracker apps out there but um, for that you actually just put in the child's name and date of birth and it will automatically populate with the developmentally or age-appropriate checklist, and it has pictures and videos that show you what those milestones look like. Great idea. And then it's really awesome. And then you can actually um, email to yourself or to your medical provider or print out a report that shows what milestones the child has met and what milestones they're not yet meeting. And so that's a wonderful way for our family member to go to the doctor and say, hey, these are what they've met. Because I remember with mine, you know, we'd go in for their checkup. You're wrestling with this anxious baby and you know or our active baby and you're trying to talk to the doctor about everything that you have concerns about or don't have concerns about or whatever and um it can be you know a stressful situation not top Um, of mind for you when you're in that circumstance exactly so the app is really helpful there it's available in both english and spanish now which is really great um they also have some tip sheets so they have tips for talking with your child's doctor that gives you some really good things like writing down your questions ahead of time bringing someone with you who can hold your baby and entertain your baby while you're talking to the doctor Hmm. um those types of things uh they have uh, tips for teachers on talking to family members when they're concerned about their child's development because that's that's not an easy conversation to have right now we we tend to get a little defensive when people start sure. talking about our babies and that there might be something going on. And, um, so uh, almost out of time, the okay. Watch Me training. Tell us about that. This is for providers. This is for providers. It's an online training that's available for free from the CDC. And um, we at DECAL have uh, provided an incentive for providers to do this where they can get one hour of free child care training credit um, by completing the training. Um, it's four modules, and it's really quite um, – Informative. All the feedback I've gotten from providers is that they really, really like the training. The last module especially because it's all about how to talk to families mm-hmm. when you have concerns about a child's development. So how to have that, that difficult conversation. Very good. <clears throat> if uh, providers or parents mm-hmm. would like more information, how do they contact you? Uh, they can contact me at childdevelopment at decal.ga.gov. Um, and then the other really cool incentive that we've given to child care providers is if they finish the Watch Me training, they can actually get a free developmental monitoring starter kit. And so that has um, tablets of the milestone checklist. It has a classroom set of the milestone moments booklets. It's also got a couple posters that they can hang up in their classrooms that talk about child development. And that's sent to them um, for free. Great. All right. So lots of incentives. Lots of great resources. We're going to have to have you back and yeah. have another quiz on yeah. <laughs> uh, 
these milestones. You did very well. I'm going to go pull all of those checklists for my children, so I'll be more informed next time. Because we did have to check those off every doctor's visit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The app. That sounds amazing. That's incredible. It is really cool. We need to get the word out on the app. Yeah. 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 And the checklists um, are also available in multiple languages, um, and uh, they can you can get those from the CDC website, um, or you can contact me, and I can um, get people in touch with. Is that fairly new? All of the things that the CDC is doing just it is yes um yeah it's been the last um i i honestly don't know how long it's been um in create you know in process of being um developed but i know that they're adding more things Mm -hmm. um it seems like almost every year they're adding more and more things great idea and i I know we'll put a lot of parents at ease and uh, we'll help in those doctor visits too so bridget thanks for being with us all right you can come back soon thank Thank you very much it's been fun now your questions from the water cooler I'm Marissa Blankenship, and I'm the Practice and Support Services intern, and I would like to ask Commissioner Jacobs what it is that inspires her to keep doing the work that she's doing. Well, thanks for the question, Marissa, and I hope that you enjoy your internship here at DECAL. DECAL is full of great people, and that is one of the big reasons that I love doing what I do here, as we have a great team of very dedicated, smart, passionate people. Uh, But the work we do is also so important. We know so much about brain development and quality early learning that we know we're making an impact on the children's lives by supporting child care providers and families as well. So it's about the impact that we have now and long term that makes me like what I do every day. Now it's time for the decal download quiz, a question from today's program. We will draw from all the correct answers and give that lucky winner a prize. Here is this week's question. What's the name of the CDC app for developmental milestones? What's the name of the CDC's app for developmental milestones? You can email your answers to decal download at decal.ga.gov and good luck thanks for tuning in to decal download for more information visit our website at decal.ga.gov the conversation continues on facebook twitter instagram youtube and pinterest follow commissioner jacobs on twitter at c-o-m-m jacobs